If any single affirmation stands out in all the Bible, even including its words of chastisement delivered by the prophets, it is that the deity never gives up on any of us. The Hebrew term kased translates into English as steadfast, enduring, loving kindness. This is the basis for hope among all the descendants of Abraham, the people of the book, Jews, Christians, and Muslims. Whenever any of us treats another with the same openness, respect, inclination to honor, and the like, we ourselves reflect the kesed of God. And thus, our relationships with other people are an aspect of the divine love, openness towards, and concern for all. We image God to others. Unfortunately, we have also seen and maybe experienced the alternative to such a disposition. The haughty, pride-swollen egocentricity that requires you to be acceptable to me on my terms or you don't exist. This psychopathology, this tyranny, this blasphemy is no help at any level in the home, in the community, in the nation, in the world. Today's lesson from Genesis chapter 32 is an ancient and haunting account of a reconciliation between two brothers, one of whom is a thief and a cheat, and of a reconciliation by the cheat with God. The drama is set at night in a deep gorge at the ford of the Jabbok River. Caravans often traveled at night, and Jacob, the thief, with his family and flocks, was fleeing his father-in-law, Laban, while fearfully anticipating the following day's meeting with the brother whom he had wronged and his force of 400 men. The night ominously closed in upon Jacob from front and behind. Jacob sent his entourage across the river ahead of him and was left alone in the darkness. Out of this, a man, says the Bible, approaches and a wrestling match begins. 
lasting through the night. At the break of dawn, Jacob's adversary asks to be set free from Jacob's grip. And Jacob asks the adversary his name, and then for his blessing, which hints at Jacob's suspicion that his opponent is none other than the God of Israel. The opponent does not disclose his name, but asks Jacob his. Jacob tells him. The word Jacob in Hebrew conveys his true character, a cheat and a thief. The opponent gives Jacob a new name, an honorable one, Israel, and gives him as well a divine blessing. Israel, the man and the people, implies the narrative, has a history of moral ambiguity, not remotely anything that would justify arrogance, pride, or the pretense of innocence. And then most tellingly, the narrative reports that in moving on towards his encounter with the whom he had wronged, and forever after, Israel limped. Israel the man and Israel the people, broken though blessed by the night-long struggle with God. Let's listen to the actual words, the ancient beauty and the mystery of Genesis 32. Quote, the same night Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two maids, and his 11 children and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream, and likewise everything that he had. Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he struck him on the hip socket, and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, let me go, for the day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then the man said, you shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with humans and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, please tell me your name. 
But he said, why is it that you ask my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, for I have seen God face to face, and yet my life is preserved. The sun rose upon him as he passed Peniel, limping because of his hip. The story concludes with Jacob Israel meeting his brother Esau. Israel is still fearful of Esau's possible wrath over past offenses against him. So Jacob had spaced out his family and animals in front of him, offering them all as gifts to slow down and mollify the onrushing Esau. And the Bible says, but Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him and they wept. Esau, the progenitor of the Arab people, turns out to be the noble person in this Hebrew account. So overjoyed is he to reunite, reunite with his brother, not counting grudges, not annihilating, but loving him. And Jacob, Israel, after wrestling with God, finds some way through his fear of retaliation to be his brother's brother again. It's a remarkable story, understated in the Bible, but masterfully told a vital lesson in the divine loving kindness and in human reconciliation, in ethics and morality, in how we should dispose ourselves toward all others, in openness and humility, and for new beginnings.